You are tuning in to an archived episode of the Tommy's Outdoors Conservation and Science Podcast. After you finish listening to it, why not take a moment to listen to one of the most recent episodes? I'm sure you'll enjoy it. This is Tommy's Outdoors, episode 18. And today, our guests are two drone pilots, Chris and Shane from Monster Drone Services. And obviously, flying drones is not something that uh, is immediately connected with the subject of the outdoors, right? Outdoors is hiking and hunting and fishing and uh, great outdoors. Uh, but drone, flying drones is not something that is immediately connected with that, with that area or with that, that subject. But I think that flying drones is taking place mostly outdoors and drone footage is helping us to appreciate the beauty of the outdoors and very often it allows us to explore and um, see uh, aspects of the outdoors and natural environment that we wouldn't be able to appreciate otherwise. Um, So in my book, flying drones and taking aerial photos is right up there in the outdoors and so um, I think it's a it's a great opportunity to to learn something about it about drones, the flying drones, and um, and how to use them. Um, and uh, no better people to do that than 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 guys who are uh, professionally flying drones and providing services. So, uh, Monster Drone Services, um, Chris and Shane. Hello, you guys. I'm today with two lads from Monster Drone Services. Is that right? That's right, yeah. Guys, maybe introduce yourself for our listeners and we get right into it. Okay, my name is Shane. Um, I'm the, the pilot of Monster Drone Services. We're fully approved by the, the Irish Aviation. Um, we're based in North Cork, um, near Mallow, um, providing service truck Monster for all drone drone sales and um, drone services. And uh, also we're bringing on board new of new train academy shortly. All right, that's perfect. How about yourself? My name's Chris Bristow. I'm the chief pilot and instructor. Oh wow, a chief pilot and instructor. That's that's great. And listen, guys, it's it's a pleasure to have you here. And um, I'm really kind of feel like I'm pushing the definition of the outdoors because usually when you talk about outdoors, you know, on one hand you have people who are talking about wellness and hiking, or it's hunting and fishing. Right. But for for the purpose of Tommy's Outdoors podcast, it's very wide and there's very a lot of different activities. And I am so happy to have you here because drone flying and flying drones is not something that's considered traditional outdoor activity. But like in my book, this is straight like straight right in the middle of outdoors activities, because that's a that's something that's happening outdoors. Right. Yeah, definitely. So. uh, uh, listen, so you mentioned about qualifications and you mentioned about fully approved by, by uh, aviation authority. Could you explain to our listeners a little bit more about that? 
how does it work and why there is even need for such thing, right? Because you may think like, well, it's just a, it's just a toy. You get the toy and it's pretty much like an RC car and you're just driving around. I think why you need all these authorities and certification and so on. How does that work? Yeah, well, it's mainly down to the airspace because, you know, it's fine if you've got an RC car, you can drive around your neighborhood. You're not harming anyone unless you're annoying your neighbors. Whereas with the drone, you're up in the air and that's where airplanes fly. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's been a lot of videos already on YouTube, people doing stupid things with them. So they're going mm -hmm. up above the clouds, mm -hmm. you know, out, they're not keeping sight, sight of the drone. And yeah. that's where the issue is. Um, just, you know, that's the airspace where planes fly. And obviously planes have, you know, they have the right of way up there. Well, yeah, if they're going to hit the drone, that can be, yes, can be yeah, fatal. Definitely, even, yeah. It'll be, it'll be um, problem. So uh, the regulations have been in since 2015 in Ireland. Um, and it's basically uh, just really it's all common sense you mm -hmm. know don't fly around air domes which is airports you know yeah. um, there's really two sides to it there's the public safety mm -hmm. which is flying around people and then there's the airspace safety so you know flying in the airspace right right so it's it's, it's not just a matter of you just you go ahead buy a drone and off you go you what you need to do if you want to mm. if you want to fly a drone if you buy yeah. a drone what you need to well um there's no there's nothing stopping someone just going into a shop buying a drone taking it and flying it yeah um there is at the moment there's a bit of a gap there um, okay. in terms of like you can just go into somewhere like harvey norman or mm -hmm. another place buy the drone mm -hmm. they do give out a bit of a leaflet on information but mm -hmm. It's not really very com comprehensive, and there's nothing stopping within the reg. You can, as long as you fly within the regulations, okay. That are set out. So there is no requirement that you need to have a sort of driving license or like no. a license for no. a drone. So not not unless uh, there is. If you're going to be buying a bigger drone, um, mm -hmm. it's over four kg in weight, which okay. is that's quite a big drone. So you know that's serious money, and you're you're only going to be buying something like that if you're going to be using for a business. Right. So so that's so if you're buying your your regular like a customer customer drone, it's it's, it's yeah, the likes of the Phantoms or any mm -hmm. of the smaller DJI consumer yeah. drones or the Spark, yeah, the, the DJI Spark or the yeah. DJI Mavic. Mm -hmm. They're no. they are they obviously below four kilos. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So in other words, if I would go ahead and buy a drone and just fly that, nobody can can kind of prosecute me or say like, well, you're you know you're you're you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. As long as you were there. so. When, where can you, where can anyone go and find out what are exactly regulations and how to find out what yeah. to do? And well, like I said, normally when you buy a drone from a company, um, mm -hmm. they'll give you a basic sheet on the basics. Mm -hmm. um, but if you actually want to find out the actual IAA, which is the Irish Aviation Authority mm -hmm. regulations, you just go onto their website. Yeah. And there's a, in one of the tabs, it's general and then there's drones. Yes. And okay. there's a couple of uh, notices in there that you can read through and it explains it uh, quite a lot of detail. Right. Um, so, so in other words, but how do you know where you can can fly the drone? Because obviously yes. there there are areas that are excluded from air traffic and, and, and yeah. stuff like that. So is that the information that you can find on that website as well? Uh, it is, or in, in a roundabout way it is. If you're going to register your drone, that gives you access to the assets website, which provides you with... Uh, in ISO map of Ireland, oh, okay. which gives you very detailed of different uh, areas to fly in. But if you're if you're just say somebody wants to do it for a hobby and you're mm -hmm. only buying a say Mavic, mm -hmm. which doesn't need to be registered, mm -hmm. you're not going to be registering that drone and you won't get access to that. Um, so there are other um, like the DJI drones themselves have a mm -hmm. lot of uh, safety features built in. 
So okay. I'm, I'm part of that. I was going to ask that. Yeah, yeah it has uh, Google Maps built into the, the controller, mm-hmm. um, whether you're using your phone or a tablet. Yeah. And that will show you different airspaces around, and it's color coded too. Okay, so it kind of shows you like this is this is not a good idea to yes. to fly into that it's area. Same as when you're about to take off, mm-hmm. once you arm the drone, mm-hmm. it shows you or t- tells you a message saying you're in this class airspace. Okay, um, okay. and if it's somebody, so if you're literally on um, within, so it's color coded. So the the yellow circles will be kind of just fly with caution, you know, mm-hmm. know your limits kind of thing, and the red ones is basically no fly zones. Okay, um, and the no no fly zones are usually related to air traffic. Is that right? Yes, that's that's literally <clears throat> literally when you're right outside an airport, you know, where okay. their planes are taking off and landing. Okay, but uh, but the, 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 you 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 mentioned that the, there are YouTube videos, and probably most of us saw those videos where people are flying above the clouds and so yeah. on. That's it, I think that not many people are aware of that, and maybe you get, you guys can confirm that. Like the drones can actually reach the altitudes where commercial planes are flying is, is that right yeah um, most drones can some drones can actually go five or six or seven kilometers mm. away right so um there's nothing stopping anybody flying that but under irish aviation regulations you're only supposed to go 300 meters and okay. 300 meters away so distance meters. from you horizontally oh, okay and then you're nearly supposed to go up 120 meters um from okay. the ground which okay. is roughly 400 yeah. feet Okay, that's, that's which is more than enough. Like, I mean, the people who are up flying above the the, the clouds, I don't know what they're doing up there. They're yeah, just thrill seekers, I think. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was uh, like, I like it not really because they're not there actually. They're yeah, just sending yeah. the. I mean, the yeah, <laughs> they're there's nothing to see up there really. You know, yeah. except the clouds, and yeah. they're yeah. they're risking their own. Craft. And and so so I know that the drones have also kind of built in safety mechanisms that is not allowing them to fly above the cer- cer- certain altitude. That so they they I think that last couple of years ago maybe it was I was I was I was reading about the DJI uh, I think Phantoms and that they actually can fly much higher than they yes. really will because this is like a built in that but yeah. that's is it like a Built only based on common sense and not based on regulations, because I, I believe they're flying much more than than three hundred yards. Well, regulations vary from country to country. Yeah. So then, most of the parameters have to be set by the pilot. Right. So you can on you can go into DJI app or into the app on the drone and you can set the mm-hmm. height. Yeah. Um, mm. and it normally sets the height to your country. Okay, so you can yeah. pre okay, so you can preset that. Yeah, you can pre- with the DJ one by default, it's set to limit the height to 120 meters. Okay. But if you want to, or if you need to mm-hmm. fly higher, you you can just disable that. Okay. Because there will be times, say, if you're at the bottom of a mountain and you're going to be flying up and over the up higher than over the mountain. Yes. Your your 120 meter limit is above ground level. So if you're is it above ground level or is it above the sea level? Above ground level. Above ground level. Yes. Ground level. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you can yeah, fly up 120 meters from the top of the mountain. Yes. Um, it's from where you are. Yes. So then when to take off. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So so this is and what about what you mentioned? This is this is aviation uh, part of it, right? Mm. And and obviously, uh, you know, I also had a, heard the stories like my friend works on the on the airport and and they have a lot of problems around when there's a, some event going like like a fire or whatever, then uh, journalists. Are coming yes, with the drones, yes. and then you know they're asking for permission, but they're not really waiting for permission. And the drone goes out and flies and sh- shoots the photos of the you know uh, factory that was on fire or whatever else. And uh, 
and then they have a big, big problem because they're, they're obviously there's air traffic coming. So that's we I think we we cover that piece. Now you you mentioned as well that around people, uh, is it is it only safety in case there's a there's a crash of a drone or is it also privacy it's, it's a bit of both really um most of the drones that are out there that most people would be buying um because the field of view of the camera is so wide mm-hmm. if even if you're filming somebody from a distance mm-hmm. um you're not you know you're not capturing much but yeah there's the there's a safety part of it obviously um you're not mm-hmm. really allowed, you're not allowed to fly around big crowds of people okay again and all these all these things are based um if you have a need to, if it's part of your job, you can mm-hmm. apply for permission okay. to the IA. You know, if you okay. need to fly higher and you need to fly further, you can apply for permission to the IA to do such a thing. And uh, but you need to show them that you're going to do it safely. Right. You know. So so AIA is is regulating that. Yes. Yes. So so can someone get in trouble flying drone over? So for example, there is uh, I don't know St Patrick's Day or whatever else, right? And then you have a dude who's flying drone over that and filming that. Can he get in trouble for that? Yes, and and, and who and who who will be? Is it gonna be guards who who gonna kind of say like, hey, you, you shouldn't be doing that? So so what I'm aiming at like, what is what what how how the how that uh, you know how realistic it is that someone gets in trouble? And also, should we do something if you see something like that? Right, somebody does something that potentially mm. is it. So is 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 that a you call you call yeah. airspace well if, if you see somebody flying a drone around a crowd say hmm. you can't just assume that they're not supposed to be doing it they could have applied for permission and you know yeah. they could be qualified and applied for permission yeah. so there's no point just running off to the guards and telling yeah. them um, maybe go up and talk to them about it and ask yeah. them and you, the response you get will probably tell you you know What's, uh, you know if they tell you to get lost you know yeah. whereas if they've actually applied for permission they'll probably say who yeah. they work for or yeah. So that's very interesting because that's that's kind of gray area, right? It's, yeah. It's it's not really and 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 again, uh, a couple of years ago, I was on a on a uh, technology conference where where people were talking about various things, and, and among that was uh, was a one session about drones, which which I love because there was uh, one of the guys who were in the crew who were flying uh, DJI drones uh, in I believe in Nepal during the earthquake where they use drones for for survey to find out where the people are trapped and and so on. And they were also uh, part of the crew who've done those famous uh, videos of uh, volcanoes in Iceland, I believe, with with DJI and drones and Mm. showing drones that they get melted because they were so close to lava and so on. So that was was interesting. And a part of that session was, he said, like, well, there is a fair amount of bad publicity around drones. And 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 he was he was giving these these uh, examples. And he said like, "Hey, look, this is my photo. I'm flying the drone," and he would, then he was giving examples of various um, uh, articles in the newspapers when they all were using the same photo of this guy flying a yeah. drone. It was like hacker done this and that, and this guy like completely different stories. But there was that that yeah. that bad. Well, see, you only hear about the bad stories, don't you? Yeah, you never hear good stories about drones. Um, yeah. It's very rare, anyway. You do. It's it's always the bad ones that the newspapers like to run with, you know. Yeah, like drone flies over. Like you see, there the other day about the post delivering the post there to up, up the country. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was over five and a half kilometer round trip mm-hmm. to make it across the island. Um, yeah. So like, there's the good side to it as well. Yeah. Um, they're much cheaper than helicopters and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. There is a, there is a lot of positives, but as you say, everybody talks about the bad side. 
Yeah, yeah. And 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 can you guys do you guys feel that or or you run across this this in your in your day-to-day job because obviously that's 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 your job about this this Yeah, this we 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 would hear a lot of a lot of yeah. this um but we try and make positive things yeah. out of it, you know. I have to say that most of the time if I'm flying a drone, it's mostly positive when people come up and talk to you. Mm-hmm. They're just curious. They're like, "Oh, what is that a drone? What kind of drone?" And mm-hmm. it's all the usual kind of questions: how high can it fly? How far can it fly? Right. And how long does it fly for? Yeah. But it, they're just interested in, in them. Like it's not, you know, they're not telling you to get out of there, or you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, you're gonna like you're gonna say something. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Yeah. So, so okay. So that's 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 interesting. So you you didn't you 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 never had any any negative. Uh, not really. No, 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 no. Okay. And this is probably also like part of what you're doing is try to. Put the, like a positive spin around that, right? Yes. I noticed, like right now, I mentioned all of this negative press, and the first thing you do is like, no, 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 hang on a minute. There's a lot of a lot of positive as well. So I, I think it's 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 important, right? Yeah, mm. yeah, it's very important moving forward to to think positive about the drone industry. If you think negative, it'll be very hard to make progress. So yeah, um, so we try and keep positive. But do you do you think that inevitable thing is more regulations coming? Um, well, we already know. I can tell you, there already is more regulations coming. Right. Um, it's coming from a European. Um, so okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Tell so the UK it. regulations are different from the Irish regulations. Mm-hmm. They have their own mm-hmm. ones. They're they're pretty much the same, mm-hmm. but there mm-hmm. there's slight differences. Mm-hmm. So there's a European um, uh, EAS, I think they're called, and they're basically putting out uh, regulations that we will all adopt. Um, so it will change okay, across the across the EU. Yes, that's yeah. what it is. And and do you do you know the the what's what's coming? What's I the can't say exactly. They've put out the bill already, but um, the it's going to change slightly anyway. But it's yeah. basically going to mean at the moment, if a drone weighs less than one kg, yes. you don't need to register it. And okay. the, 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 there are slight regulations for a drone like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and back when that was first put out, like the the smallest, like a, a Phantom is probably the smallest drone. Um, so that a Phantom is over one kg and it has to be registered mm-hmm. um, right. so anything below that was kind of considered a toy right. but now D- the technology has come so far things are getting smaller and lighter yeah, and they can fly longer and further so now the you know so many years on uh, there's smaller craft there's craft that are half that weight yes. that can fly further mm-hmm. and longer you know so the regulations are basically coming to kind of combat a little bit. Yeah, and so do you think that they overall are going to be more restrictive than they than they are at the moment in Ireland, or or the? Um, no, I think in some ways yes, but in other ways they're um, going to be less restrictive yes. in terms of the height that you can fly to. Well, the hundred and twenty meters is always going to be there yeah. because that that's four hundred feet, yeah. and airplanes are their lower limit for mm-hmm. flying unless they're going to land is five hundred feet. Right. So that's why that so number is four hundred feet. That, that feet gives you a cushion of a hundred feet. So mm-hmm. that's never going to change. Yes. Um, but um, in when you're just outside of an aerodrome, at the moment you're allowed to fly up to fifteen meters, mm-hmm. um, which is quite low, but it's still better than nothing because yeah. you are technically still within a controlled airspace. Yes. Um, but I think they might be increasing that because it's been proven to be, you know, okay. success. Le- you know, letting people fly okay. up to that height. The, the, the more that goes, the, the more knowledge is about that. The more information they can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Um, and drones are getting less simpler to fly as well. Mm-hmm. So there'll be more people getting into it. So um, the regulation has to, yeah, has to be mm. suited to both, you know, to yeah. both the commercial industry and yeah. the, you know, the, the hobbyist industry, if you want to call it, or the, yes. or just the armory. Mm. And in fairness, like the companies that are making these drones are taking 
before it was just they would just sell the drones and what people did with them was their own business yes. but now the companies that are making them are actually building in uh, safety features to stop people yeah. from flying in yeah. airspaces they're not supposed to like yeah. there's some of them that just won't if you're trying to fly in an airspace you shouldn't be it just won't even take off yeah, yeah. or it won't fly into an airspace right 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 and uh, so just so tell us just maybe also about registration so you said like effectively right now in Ireland you have to register every drone that you're buying and yeah. no, no, no. Okay, so so there are the if it, at the moment uh, the regulations now. If it weighs one kg or more, it needs to be registered. Okay, so there are drones that are meeting yes. that criteria. They weighing less than one kg. Yes, right yes, now. okay. And, and drones are getting lighter and lighter as well now. So yeah, so it's um, going to be more and more. So then, yeah, there'll be more drones not registered because of that. Yeah, and what consists of registration? Because you mentioned that the DJI DJI uh, Phantom. It's, which is the, yeah. The, so say if, if you bought a Phantom now, yeah. and you want to register, you would go online to the IA website and okay. in general, and it it talks you through it. Like you basically follow their, you sign up and you okay. give them your email and you put in the details of your craft. And, okay, so uh, this there's, is, there's a small fee. I think is it five euro. Five euro, yeah, yeah. Okay. Five euro per drone, isn't it? Yeah, five yeah. euro per drone. Yeah. And um, they'll eventually it takes them a while, but they'll eventually send you a little sticker. Right. That you would put on your drone, and that okay. that is your same as you see on the side of registration number. It, it, yeah, yeah, it's a registration. Sticker. Same as you see on the side of an airplane, it's a number, yeah. and that's there basically identify that that's your drone. So yeah. if say if you were flying a drone, you lost it. Mm-hmm. They even have on the website somewhere if if you find a drone, yeah. you can go on the website and they can use that to track down the owner. Yes, you know. Okay, okay, and also hold you accountable if you're doing something stupid. Yes, okay, okay. <laughs> Do you guys think that this is taking away a little bit from the fun of of uh, of uh, well, I don't want to use the word sport of flying drone, but out of the activity because there is part of me that says like as soon as you need to regulate that you're regulating something, you're taking away fun of it. But yeah. you know, I obviously fully appreciate that safety concerns, privacy concerns, and so on. But but that. Peace aside, if something is gets regulated, don't you feel like this is you know that golden era when we had the drones and everybody does whatever you want? Yeah. It's like oh, fun now it's kind of yeah. Old. Well, I suppose there's different types of fun with drones. Like there's just use it for just a bit of fun, just flying around. Mm-hmm. There's racing drones. Um, then you can use it for, for, for photography. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's many different types of mm. a drone is, is not a drone. Like they're all this a big variety, you know, of mm-hmm. drones out there. And there's more coming down the road as well. Different yeah. technologies com- coming into them. But uh, yeah. no, I don't really think it's taking the fun out of it. Like I mean, no. it's it's really uh, it's mainly to combat the people who just buy the drone, take it out of the box, charge the battery, and then just send it up and out. Right. And they just push it as far as it will go, and they're not looking yeah. at the drone. They don't know where the drone is. You know, yeah. it could be over the airport for all they know. Yeah. Um, and another way you could think about it that well, the new regulations aren't really going to stop somebody from doing that mm-hmm. because you know it's still on them to go online and register the drone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but at least then they they can be held accountable if they haven't done so, right? Yeah, because right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and do you think that the more of a uh, authority comes to the guards to kind of uh, you know make sure that these rules are mm-hmm. being adhered to like I, I don't think they have any training in the air at the moment anyway yeah. they you know if you ask a lot of dra- guards they wouldn't really know about regulations yeah. or the weight and stuff like that like there's also an issue there's always an issue with the new kind of stuff that comes yeah. in like you know the, 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 they, need, they need to catch up the law needs to catch up yeah. And, yeah. And all, yeah. and all Ireland is one of the I suppose slowest establishing drone industry in the world oh, really? we're definitely 
we're definitely falling behind big time in drone industry compared to the likes of America or Australia or any of them. Mm-hmm. They're way ahead of us. Um, right. In terms, they're like, they're ahead of us in a lot of things, but mm-hmm. the drone industry, they're they're ahead of us big time. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and and yeah, obviously. Um, so good. Listen. Um, so, what 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 happens in in case you crash the drone? Like, there's a crash of right because that obviously happens. Mm. Is that how how like because I'm wondering like obviously are you are you insured for example that's the question is is there insurance issue coming in like you know if the drone like crashes into somebody's car or some person like how does that yeah um the insurance is mostly public liability insurance so it just covers mm-hmm. the likes of people cars or anything you hit um but a lot of the time if there's a crash it nearly always down to pilot error mm-hmm. drone drones have gone very reliable in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's it's down to the pilot really. I would say nearly ninety percent of the crashes, or more. Mm. So yeah. um, you don't only have uh, insurance though if you're going to be doing it for a business. Yes. So like your general yeah. person hobbyist isn't going to have insurance. And you can't get insurance without a license. So yeah, you have to have you have to have both or not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I have a I have a concern now that when we we're talking about now about drones and listeners may listen to that is like oh my god this is like you know big one big mess I have to you know make sure I'm not flying in the wrong direction and like whatever I need to register and so on and so on but it's not really like it's not that big of a deal no. right it's 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 still kind of very accessible yeah. uh, I don't know activity yeah yeah right? like myself and Shane were talking earlier and it's, it really comes down to common sense mm-hmm. just common sense and flying responsibly if you can just do the two of those things the regulation you're going to be flying within the regulations like you're obviously not going to fly it out way too far I think a lot of people think they're going to do that when they first get it but like you're talking about your investment and you're going to send it you know mm-hmm. 500 you know kilometer that way you're yeah. not going to want to do that yeah really. yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, guys. So if someone wants to buy a drone, gets gets into that into that uh, uh, you know flying drones and and say like what where to start? What's the best way to start? Other than on monster webs, uh, monster drone monster services, drones, right? Okay. Because uh, you also selling drones. Yeah, right? yeah. we do. So, so. Uh, we're we're DJI retailers, mm-hmm. so we we sell drones online. Um, all the DJI products are on, on our website, which right. um, can be purchased online, and we will have them sent out directly in a day or two. Right. Um, and you're also providing all the service of the drone and all that. In uh, case something like this, yeah, is, this it, is the question: Does the yeah. drone requires periodic servicing, no, like a no, car? They're like, they're very simple. There's not there's only moving part in them is the motors, and they're brushless motors, so they last pretty much forever. Wow. You're not going to wear them out. The only thing is maybe the battery. If you're doing a lot of flying, the batteries after say two or three years. Yeah, like I mean, in a phone, like, like exactly any, any same as your phone if you're using it constantly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It, like I get a lot of people asking me, they're looking to buy a drone, and, mm-hmm. and I always ask them, well, what do you want it for? Do you want to fly it for fun, or do you want it to take? Do you want to like, take nice photos? Do you want it for a business? You know, and right. um, it basically goes from there, and basically what budget they have too. Okay. You know, if they have a lot of money to spend, you know, obviously go bigger if they want if that mm-hmm. suits their needs. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, at, there's a, at the moment the range that DJI have. They have a nice spread in terms of budget and what the drone can do. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. So, guys, can you can you walk us, uh, us and, and our listeners through you know from like a the simplest, cheapest, and, and least uh, challenging type of drones, or you know all the way like there there through the classes or through the way how to use the drones? Can you just give us like a bit breakdown? Mm. What's that? Mm. Mm. Can I take that one? 
what, and can you simplify the question as well? Yeah. Well, so if you can say like you know at the at the at the very beginning you have a light small drones oh, that yeah. are just used for you know take off and yeah. fly around, yeah. and then the next yeah. class is for example drones that you're using yeah. for photo, and then like whatever. yeah, um, DJI's small drone is Roy's Tello. Mm -hmm. It's um, it works off your phone. It's a Wi-Fi connection. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a small camera, five megapixel camera, no gimbals or anything. Mm -hmm. It's more of an indoor drone than an outdoor, just for a bit of fun. Um, it's a kid's drone, effectively. Mm. Yeah. They can do a, bit, a few tricks and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's very uh, safe to fly as well because very, it has propeller guards, so it's not going to hurt. Well, and it's only, it's only 109 euros, so mm. it's, it's quite cheap and, okay, okay. and, and it's, it's, it's quite compact as well. About the same price level as well, as you, there's a lot of people, uh, if you go into stores and stuff like uh, Mapton or that kind of stuff, they'd have... Um, non-branded drones or you know these cheaper drones and uh, the main issue with those is they, they you take them out the box and they fly away fine uh, they don't have any fail sales built into them right um so what a fail safe is is something goes wrong um so like all the dji stuff they all have fail safes built in and what what happens nearly all the time with those ones is that um when the connection is lost between the drone and the controller mm -hmm. so if somebody flies too far away mm -hmm it just continues on with the last command it got from the controller. Okay. So if it's flying away and it, it loses connection, it's going to keep going. So that that's a flyaway. Mm -hmm. And that's that's very common with those ones. Okay. Um, okay. Whereas with the DJ ones, even the Tello as well will have mm -hmm. a failsafe built in. Once it sees that the connection between the drone and the controller is lost, mm -hmm. it will activate its failsafe. And, yeah. uh, and the Tello says just an automatic lend. Right. Just yeah. lend because there's only a hundred meter range in it, so right. It, it's more of an indoor drone, as I said, than, yeah, yeah, yeah. than an outdoor drone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the next step up they have is the spark. Yes. Um. That's f that's um a two axis. There's a two axis gimbal on that. Mm -hmm. Um. Gimbal is is is, is the, like an attachment you can attach the camera or. or yeah. The gimbal the gimbal and camera is a one unit on on all these drones. Um. Okay. So. So the it's gimbal, not like you can attach the GoPro or something. Um, all the DJI drones have their own built cameras on them. Okay. So you can't attach any external cameras on them. But okay. you can on the more expensive models. Yeah. Um, the more commercial commercialized models. Mm -hmm. But on the standard, just the ordinary consumer models, you can't know. Yeah. Um, so there's a two-axis gimbal. Two-axis gimbal basically keeps the camera level and steady mm -hmm. on two-axis. Um, but at the, the bigger drones then have a three-axis gimbal, so... Right. Um, it's stabilized in three axis, X, Y, and Z axis. Okay. okay. Um, so. So that's the, so that's Spark. So you can use that for for taking photos and. and yeah, it's it's kind of a multi-purpose drone, like because there's a couple of different ways you can control it. Mm -hmm. You can either use your phone, mm -hmm. Wi-Fi connection. You can get the separate controller, mm -hmm. and you're using your phone as a screen, but mm -hmm. you have the the two sticks to control yeah. it. And it also does um, uh, it tracks your movements as well. Yeah. So you can, if you're flying in front of you, the camera can see you, and you can give it hand gestures, oh, and you wow. can you can fly the drone around like that as well. Okay. So that's the technology is really coming a long way. Like. That's, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, because there's a uh, um, picture recognition. Yes. That goes yeah. In yeah. And it's a really cool drone for for travel or for mm -hmm. for family mm -hmm. photographs or yeah. you know parties or anything like that. It's it's okay. it's, it's definitely the ideal the ideal drone for that. Right. And yeah. that that they start at four ninety nine, okay. um, depending on the package you want. Okay. Okay. Um, so, and what what's the next one? What's the, what's uh, the next one? Then is the, the Mavic Air. Yeah, Mavic Air. Yeah, the Mavic. Is, that's only new onto the market. Fairly new to the market. Is, was it like Mavic the the company that DJI acquired? 
or is it or is it brand? No, no, that's no. just the just, just the name of the, the Okay, it's just the name. They started off with the Mavic Pro, which is a slight the next level up from from the Mavic Air. Uh-huh. And then they released the Mavic Air, which is kind of a midway between the Spark and the Mavic Pro. Okay, okay. That seems like a, like it's very so what are the differences between these these drones because it seems like there's a lot of them. It's really is like the 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 price is going up and the like say you get longer, the, longer. The, the spec really yeah like the camera spec is better the flight time okay. is better and all that kind so of stuff so this is this is basically to fit the budget of, of yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. okay. not everyone has the money to buy say something like a phantom right you know? like dj have nearly six six models of drones you know from from the teller to the phantom right so right. there's something to suit everybody's needs Okay. Mm. Um, so the so then the next one is Phantom, right? And, and or is it the, the, the Mavic Pro will be the next one. Yeah, the, the Mavic, Mavic Pro. Pro. Yeah. So okay, so this is just again the step up. There is nothing revolutionary. It's just it's a bigger, faster. Yeah, camera. there's more things built in, like the the collision avoidance and all that. Like well, the the smaller the sparks and the the Mavic Air have that built in them now as yeah. well. Like yeah. yeah, they they all have more yeah. features and. Better. Yeah. It's me. It's really coming down to the the camera megapixels, like the yeah. the newest DJI one, the Phantom. There's twenty twenty megapixels. 20, twenty megapixels, and there's a full frame sensor as well. So it's yeah, it's it's quite big. Like you're talking yeah. like when you get to the Phantom level, you're talking about professional photography type of stuff. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I I thought like some somehow I thought that the Phantom is 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 kind of like a default drone that everybody will go. But it was at the start yeah. when it initially. Um, well, they, it was really DJI with the Phantom that really started the yes. drone revolution. You know, yes. they they made it so easy to use and cheap, whereas before that you had to go off and buy the kits and know what to do and know how to solder and program the drone. Oh, okay. so it was really with okay. the, the more of a DOI kind of yes, thing. Yes, yes. When the Phantom came out, it was literally push the battery in, press go, and you know you could fly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. And and listen. So there's there's a lot of uh, obviously photograph photography is a, is a main thing, but what are the other uh, use for for drones? What um, drone what? racing is becoming a big thing. Oh really? Yeah, drone racing is um, yeah wow. Dif- different kind of drone now, not not the the phantoms and that. Oh, it would be yeah. oh that's very interesting. <laughs> please, please lay it out for us because that's very interesting. It's like a very sport sporty drones. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please yeah. tell us about it. Um, well, I suppose yeah. Like I have, when I started with the drones, I started as a hobbyist, and I started with actually model airplanes, uh-huh. and I got into the drone kit built drones, and right. then went from there. And yeah, I have I have racing drones, but I don't race them. I just fly them around. It's right. called freestyle, so I just fly them around in between trees and stuff. Yeah, so it's a bit of fun. Like and uh, okay. And what are the what are the characteristics of the racing drones? Okay, lighter so, doesn't have a camera or like what? yeah. So it actually. Uh, they're they're made to take a crash, which is not you couldn't oh. say that with the DJI ones. Okay. Um. So they're a lot simpler. So they don't have any GPS. Mm-hmm. They don't have barometer or any of the, the smart functions like that. Okay. Um. It's, and it's a lot more manual. So with the DJI ones, the the computer on board is doing a lot of the flying. Yeah. Whereas the racing drones, it's it's more pure and simple. It's you know you. It's more raw. Yeah. Raw. So, yeah. Like a, it's like a, a race car. Like a go kart. Yeah. That kind of thing. You know, it's. Okay. It's you don't all, have a traction control. You don't exactly. have ABS. You don't have all the yeah. fancy stuff. It's, you have a steering wheel and like yeah. this, this and that. It's, it's all about the skill. Right. And uh, also, you fly them in a very different way. So with the normal drones, you're flying them by looking at the drone, mm-hmm. and you have a screen in front of you of what the camera is seeing. Yes. Um. And again, that part of the regulations in Ireland is that you have to keep line of sight of the drone. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's under one kg, that doesn't apply. 
Okay. Um, so that's where the racing drones come in as well. They're 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 always less than one kg. They're about half that weight. Right. And you fly the racing drones um, with a set of goggles. Oh. Okay. So you're seeing what the camera sees. So it's it's like first person view. Okay, in a racing drone. Yes, I thought that it doesn't have a camera, but they do have a camera. They do, but yeah, not they, the not for the purpose of making yes, photos, the, but for the purpose of flying. Yeah. See where so, you're going. <laughs> so the the cameras on them are actually very low quality. Yes, because if you have a high quality camera, uh, it introduces latency. Yes. So when yes. you're flying in between trees, it's, yeah, you you would crash between. You know yeah. that you, before you even half a second is too much because that oh, half. Absolutely. Half a second um, to avoid a tree. By yeah. the time you react, the, the drone's already gone into yeah. the tree. Yeah, I watched I watched a video. There's a new YouTube video, you know, in the virtual reality, exactly like, like even like a half a second, even 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 half of that, a quarter of a second. What difference does it make when somebody was trying to pick up an object or something that is moving? It was just hilarious because yeah. they were completely missing everything. And you think yeah. like, oh, you know, like a quarter of a second or whatever, like it's nothing. It's yeah. just like ages if you're if you're interacting with that. So that <laughs> so that's a good point. So racing yeah. drones. Drone racing is kind of only kind of getting established in Ireland, really. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there's yeah. a few clubs around. Like there's uh, two big ones. There's one in Cork, which is a fairly good size, and there's another one up in Dublin. Right. And there's a lot of guys all over Ireland who do it, right? Right, right. I want to I want to come back for a second of something you mentioned that the regulation says that you need to keep a drone in sight in your line of sight. Yes. So does it effectively prevent you from doing any exploratory flying where you go? Like I'm still coming back to this this uh, uh, videos when they were you know, photographing uh, volcanoes or stuff like that. And granted, there's no people around, right? So probably yep. that's different. But just theoretically speaking, that regulation prevents you from flying your drone where you you can't see it. Yes. You, 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 again, like, you need to see where your drone is. Right. Um, the, the, more, the more restricted one would be that you can't fly your drone. If you're not qualified, you can't fly your drone further than 300 meters. Mm-hmm. from where you are right um so you know that think of that as a 300 meter radius around mm-hmm. distance horizontally which is quite a bit like when yeah when you're flying yeah it's now, quite a distance straight line yeah right um like i can't really right. see many places where you would be able to get close enough to something to fly a drone 300 meters right to see something right. like that like, okay and if someone wants to do the 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 license or 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 whatever you call it like what's the the, the uh, specific operating permission specific yeah. operating so permission. again like if you did have a reason to fly you needed to go a kilometer away from yourself mm-hmm. to explore like you're saying yes you you could do that if you were qualified and you applied for permission okay so how to go about uh getting qualifications yeah. and, and and exam and doing like but i presume there is an exam or something yeah like that. Yeah, there is okay. take this one? yeah the, you have to get a license First of all, mm-hmm. um, so you have to be licensed by the Irish Aviation Authority. So you have to be. An so that's a five, five, five quid registration process, really. That's the license mm, that you're talking about. No, no, no. That's, um, that's the drone. Do, registration. Oh, that's the drone drone registration. Okay. Yeah. So you have to do two, two three day course um, on drones. So it okay. basically takes you to everything um, yeah. about the drones, um, about weather, about how to maintain your drone, how to. to mm-hmm. So they, they call it ground school. So it's all the theory that you need to know. To go okay. on. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you have to do a test. Um, when you pass the test, you 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 to they give you a license in. Um, okay. It's just a practical flying test. Just practical practical flying test. Okay, so is is it like it's a theory? Very, and practical it's test. very simple to driving test. You do your theory test, mm-hmm. and then you do your test, and you get mm-hmm. a license. Okay, so this is exactly yeah, so you do a theory, th- theory, you pass theory, then you're flying a drone, and and where you can apply for that course? Where where's the 
Well, well there's, a, there's only a few schools around Ireland that are actually... Okay. Do you mind pausing just for a minute? We're, we're actually working on... Okay, so this we're, is what I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, actually, I, I, I don't want to mention it at the moment, so... Yeah. yeah, why not? Let's let's mention that because if if you're if you you guys gonna 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 provide those services pretty soon, right? Yeah, we we're planning getting we're we're working on it at the minute trying to get it going. So um, right, yeah, there's a bit of work in the setup of to become a registered training facility with the yes, IRA. IRA. Of course, uh, there's only a handful around the country that are doing it. And there's not none in this part of the country. Yeah, so yeah. there's definitely there's so a lot of going to be one, right? Yes, yeah. Soon. So there's a lot of people looking like coming to the 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 guys looking for um you know when they're buying drones or that, looking to get qualified as well, so. Right. Definitely right. There. There's a lot of photographers and stuff like that are starting to use them as well, so. Okay. It is okay. very broad, the drone industry is so broad, um, like farmers use them, the civil defence use them, yes. use them. Yes. The hobbyists use them, everybody. It, it's going to be something that everybody will have in 10 yeah. years' time. And are there like a different levels of that of that licence, that you have like a, you know, basic one and then... Uh, there can be, yeah, that. I mean... Um, if you've a need to fly heavier drones, yeah, there's it's the same test, but it's just um, okay. So the there's test. not like categories like like in the driving license, the A, B, and so actually, on, sorry, no, you're you're right. There are actually different categories. There's the the multi rotor category, which is oh. the the standard drone that you would know about. Yes, um, you know, with the four rotors yes. or more or six. Uh, there's also the fixed wing, which is you know an airplane type model. Oh, you're right. So that this, is a different category. This is and this is something that always catches me, like because the like uh, these these. Um, how they call it, uh, pilotless plane or or no the, not not yes. manned planes. They're they're in the, they're co- counted as a drone. There's also but yeah. A drone. When, when you say the word drone, people always think of the same thing with the four propellers. Yeah. You know, but a drone can be many different shapes or sizes. So uh, that's just unmanned aircraft. Is that yeah. is that well, the definition drone, of, of drone? See, the, they keep changing the name of what drone it is. Drone or it's SUA, which is small unmanned aircraft or. Uh, what was the or pass was one from years ago which is yeah. remotely piloted autonomous system yeah. Um, yeah. but when you tell when you say that to people like oh i have a sewer or this you just say drone and everyone knows what a drone is okay yeah, yeah. and the, the leaving start this year the, the special topic was on drones uh-huh. and they were coming across questions of leaving starts that i went to that were explaining about i went to explain about drones in the presentations uh-huh. they didn't know what RPS meant or what drone meant or right. because they gave it in so many different versions. Yeah. But they didn't realise it all meant one thing. Yes. It's it's it, at the end of the day it's it's an unpiloted aircraft if you want if you want yeah. to put it that way. Yeah. Um so it's that's 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 the way it's gone. There's very um, there's different countries name different things and that's mm-hmm. how we ended up calling all sorts of things. Yes, yes. But then now, when you're when you talk with somebody about the drones and they're gonna use those names, you know that you're talking with someone who actually knows their stuff. Like, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> this is not this is not first for you. Okay, guys. So, so what else the drone drones can be used for other than photography? Um, yeah, a lot of our a lot of our stuff that we do are photography and videography mm-hmm. and a bit of mapping, a lot of yeah. mapping as well. Okay. So there's different many types of photography. Like, so we do a lot of stuff for auctioneers. Mm-hmm. So they. Any auctioneer that's selling land or any property mm-hmm. or any coastal property that will look well on a good day or yeah. anything like that. Um, that's the kind of thing we use it for. Um, inspections as well. Mm-hmm. We're checking out high buildings or chimneys and things like that. So yeah. Um, and a lot of the film now and a lot of the promotional videos that we do now are they're all they're all aerial photography or aerial videography I should say. Right, right. Um it's 
it's getting broader and broader every day. Do you know, there's yeah. there's new sectors coming every day. So obviously that's a that's a like everything drone related you guys are doing. It's yeah. it's uh, you're gonna basically, be you're gonna basically. be you're gonna be doing training pretty soon and uh, you can you can sell somebody a drone and you can also do the photography and do the videos for people whatever they yeah. do. and we do work for farmers as well so we basically map map land so okay um any farmer that might have be cutting silage he might know the exact acres that he is cutting you know the, the field yeah. might be 14 acres yeah but it could be only 12 acres of land there when the ditches are taken out yeah um so we quantify exactly what they have for mm-hmm. for fertilizer, for for cutting silage, or for for feeding cattle, you know, to, to predict what they need and right. To, so it's all about being efficient. Right. Yeah. Uh, the um, mapping is a very interesting side of it, right? Yeah. Um, because what you're doing is you're you're using a different bit of software on the drone mm-hmm. to actually uh, map the area. So you're giving it an area, and mm-hmm. it will automatically work out a route to fly over the area autonomously so mm-hmm. once you have it planned out and you set your your heights and all that you just press go and it will automatically fly that route and it'll take pictures as it's going along looking okay. straight down mm-hmm. and all those pictures once so once the drone lands back again all those pictures are on the sd card right and all the pictures are geotagged so it knows the exact exact location location of each photo and you can take those pictures and plug it into a bit of software yeah. and it can stitch them all into one big yeah. photo you can even do that in google earth uh, yeah, yeah, that that's pretty much what it, what yeah. it is. That's like, how you do custom the, maps and GPS. Yeah, yeah. Right? You do the photo overlay and you kind yeah, of adjust into the to the. Well, you don't need to adjust it. Is no. yeah. Much just in that case, it just and it. even from that, you can even get three D images. Uh, say, if you do a map of an area of a building or a castle mm-hmm. or something like that, mm-hmm. if you take enough pictures, you'll give you a perfect three uh, D. And you can measure anything. You can yeah. measure three D. You can measure three dimensionally, like you can measure right. height, length, width. Volume and everything. Yeah. Volume and everything. Yeah, yeah. So very, and that's, that's and very another thing about farming as well, it can it can um, tell you how well the crop is going, um, where you need to put fertilizer, what type of fertilizer you need to put out, um, how much you need to put out. Um, yeah. And you can go back out and scan the field again in two weeks' time, yeah. and see how your how your field is progressing on. Right. So it tells you tells you exactly, um, and all that can be linked up to fertilizer spreaders, so it'll put out more fertilizer where it's required. Okay. And it'll put out less. It ends up saving the farmer money. And, you end up, yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. So, and you said this is like an autonomous uh, yeah. action. Of, of, all of, autonomous, of, yeah. It's all, yeah. It's all automatic flight. Is that, is that sector, is that segment getting bigger, like autonomous? Uh, because usually, you know, we, we, we spend quite substantial time on this podcast talking about all the uh, skills that you need and all the regulation and everything else. But now we're saying like, well... Actually, there are autonomous drones, as you say, like, well, this is what I want, and you just program it. Yeah. Well, well, there's only so much you can do with autonomous mm-hmm. at, yeah. at the moment with the regulations, uh, but it's definitely going to be the future of drones. When, we, you know, you talk about this, oh, delivery by drone and all that. Yeah. In the future, when that when that does happen, you know, as we saw with Unpost, uh, mm-hmm. that was an autonomous flight that they did to drop it out there. Right. So in the future, when we do start getting things delivered by drone it'll be done autonomously yeah you know. do you know do you remember any more details about this uh unpause deliver on drone no i, I the, the the part i read was um i look, I look it up there all right that's, that's just there's you know just just interesting how yeah to, how to do there, it's just based on what i know is they were just trialing it you know like yeah. a lot of they, they actually did it with a phantom right did they or that the picture i saw showed a fairly big uh fairly large drone I think the the photo. The, the it was actually delivered to Clare Island, the County Mayo. Oh. 
Um, yeah. it was so that was the post I saw first, but then I saw another one where it was a very large custom-built drone. Oh, custom-built uh, drone. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I looked at your at your website and you have also this is like an industrial industrial drones which are really big heavy drones, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I noticed only when I was browsing through yeah, the website. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Just to let you know, the the flight was it was it was five and a half kilometers return. Wow. Yeah, it been two and a half out and two and a half. Two. Back, yeah. that, that was a that was quite a, a distance, yeah, yeah. like yeah. Um, and again, they would have had to get permission for that, like and yeah. to show. Yeah. But like, it's yeah. over water, so you know, it's yeah. fairly safe. You know, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's this is this, this fascinating. So yeah, so you actually right mapping, but the whole whole uh, issue of of scouting, right? I know, I for example know that in a, in the in the US, for hunters, it's specifically prohibited to use drones. So if they're hunting mm. over the area, they have to actually. On foot, go and find the animal yeah. where to go. Yeah, but that, that, that oh, I was talking to a guy, and he said that's pretty much cheating the game. That's yeah, making the game. Exactly. It's yeah. making the game too if, easy. If so. they're doing it for sport, they're yeah. taking all the sport out of it by doing that. Yeah, exactly. That's, I've, that's, I've heard the same with fishing that um, I've seen right. before where people have used a drone with the camera facing down uh-huh. and they've attached the. Um, the line oh really the but it's actually for fishing rather than yeah. the well they, they fly it out over a big bunch of fish uh, look down and they've some way of wriggling mm-hmm. the street because there's no way to manually drop from a phantom. yeah and then they just drop it in there and reel it in back <laughs> oh my word oh, it's yeah. too easy that's, yeah. that's, that's too that's too easy yeah that's but that's why the regulation comes in right because the you know it, 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 it the issue of the of the population control and conservation goes in so you don't not yeah. necessarily yeah. you know like like uh it's it's assumed that for example in the united states like when they're issuing a tag for a deer or whatever the number of these tags is based on the assumption that only 10% will be successful, right? So now the chances get gets yeah. flipped. So that's, 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 what they, that's what they're doing. Yeah. That. That's fine. So guys, tell me about the, there's, I think there's another big area where the, where the drones are used. And this is for basically taking selfies, for the, for the lack of a better word, right? And I kind of under, understand that because I had a lot of conversation with my friends who were buying cameras right and in, in my time i was doing videos and like a fishing videos and whatever and then a lot of my friends like oh i'm gonna buy a camera i'm gonna be doing those videos as well right and I was like well look the, the, what, what i noticed the problem was that the, everybody wants to be in a video right and they're buying a camera and they go out of the camera and then they realize that well actually how am I going to do this, right? Yeah. So you end up with all those videos of the, with a the GoPro st- strapped onto the chest or onto the head and their you know, camera is pointing that direction, they're doing something else and so on. And then, ta-da, the drones comes in and they have this, uh, I think that was Mavic, uh, probably, at least that sticks in my head, that where, where you can actually have these uh, modes where you can track you and and do the fly around. Yeah, a lot so a lot on. of them have these these days, and even the older ones as well. They have different their um, intelligent flight modes is what they call them. Yeah. So yeah, they have like orbit me or follow me exactly. or That's these kind of things. So then you can you can ski or you can or you can uh, cycle on your bicycle and whatever, and, yep. the, and the drone is following you. And is it still like you need to wear a pod that the drone is following, or is it more? It depends you know, based on the brand, on the, but, um, on the image recognition. It depends on the drone. The older ones would have been following the controller, mm-hmm. whereas the new ones, like say the Mavic Air, actually has image recognition. So once you have yourself in frame, say you can tap on the screen where you are, 
yeah. and it knows to follow this is, this is, follow that. And how point. does it and how does it work? Because I I I watched the um, one of the fairly early ones, and the, that image recognition you know, that was it was losing track of the of the. Yeah, usually you, how you, usually it goes really, off. In reality, how does it work? It actually works off the color. Oh. So so if you have a red jumper on, mm-hmm. it automatically holds. It follows that red jumper everywhere. Okay. So that's that's basically holding active yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, it's called it's pretty good. Track. Okay. So as long as you're as there is not many people who are wearing red jumpers and if mm-hmm. you're, you know, on a kind of try to dress in the color that is not prevalent in yeah. the, in the area that you you should wearing a green jumper and you're standing in a field. You yeah. Know. <laughs> it's, it's it's not it's, not, it's not going to work. Okay. Yeah. So so this is like a distinctive category of the drones or is it like kind of one of the features that just, these days it's just one of the features that they pretty much all have built in. Right, yeah, right, you know. right, right. Yeah. Okay. There's lots of more features as well like there's Yeah. There's probably I think eight or ten features. Um, right. Yeah, the, the like the Spark now has selfie mode in it, where mm-hmm. you can give a hand gesture, and it will take a picture of you, or you know, you, you sure. wave to the drone. I think. Yeah. yeah, you just wave at the drone and it'll take a picture of you. Yeah. 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 And and tell me, guys. So is 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 that the would you agree that the biggest limitation at the moment for for drones and is is the battery and the battery life, which is um, the battery life has got substantially longer since they came out first. The, I remember the first Phantom, it was only lasting 10 minutes. Really? Yeah. Mm. And now it's lasting 20, 20, 25 minutes, depending on the wind. Depending yeah. on I think the, the longest flight time at the moment will be about 30 minutes. Is it? Yeah. yeah, 30 minutes. That, that's, that's pretty much good for, you know, consumer grade. If you're going to go yeah. buy the larger ones, you can get more. Like, yeah. Mm. So we get into the larger um, ones because this was interesting. Yeah. But yeah. Is, there, is, it, is it a matter of weight? So can you, can you um, connect like a two or three batteries or, or having like a custom built battery that lasts no, longer? It's basically weight to a shear, you know, weight. Yeah. Do you know, if you have too much weight, the, the more weight you add to the drone, the more power it needs to keep it. In okay, the air. so you so, so you're actually not gaining anything no, by adding no, no. bigger battery yeah. because no, it's, it's not the development of battery. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. it's batteries are developing in a serious way. Yeah, so, it's yeah. The, the chemistry of the battery. The same with the the electric cars. Like it's yes. you know holding it once it gets cracked. You know, but a lot of people like when when people come up and ask about drones, you know, so how high does it fly? How far? How mm-hmm. long does it fly? And you tell them about twenty minutes, and they're like, "Oh, that's not very long." Yeah, but you can actually twenty minutes is actually a lot of time. Yeah, people don't realize it's like with this half a second delay. People really don't realize yeah. how like twenty minutes. Like go and fly the drone for yeah. twenty minutes. Good luck with that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like even like um like I've flown drones that can fly for forty minutes. Yes. Um, but like forty minutes of concentrating flying a drone, thirty minutes is perfect amount. You yeah. know, thirty minutes you bring it back, change the battery, which takes two seconds. Yes. Take off again. And like, you can. You know, and you can. Even you can that that bit of a break is enough rather than just being concentrating the whole yeah thing. i think that 20 minutes is enough to fly it anywhere yeah. photograph whatever you want especially given know. the distance that you can fly out to you mm-hmm. know you don't need no obviously for that autonomous flight that on posted mm-hmm. you know they needed probably longer flight time yeah. or needed more battery as backup yeah you know? yeah so so now you 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 mentioned like a bigger drones like industrial drones like t- tell us a few few words about that like they have a like a they're Almost the, like a small aircraft, or what's, the what's next one up is kind of the Inspire, which is the it's a professional, a professional drone for mm-hmm. that a lot of the filmmakers use. Mm-hmm. Um, is it above? Uh, is it above? Uh, it's three kg in weight, KG. so it's not it's not that much bigger. It's about that that square. Okay, so um, that's that's bigger than Phantom. Yes, and that can the main advantage of that is because it can take a bigger camera and it has full three sixty view with the camera. Mm-hmm. So and usually when people are flying them, they have a separate second person mm-hmm. which operates the camera. 
Right. So the person flying it can just concentrate on flying the drone and the person using the camera can get the shot that they need to get. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the, the phantom, the consumer level, you can't do that. Yes. Um, and in these bigger ones, they have like also more, more rotors, I think. Uh, not that one, but no. yeah, you can get bigger ones like the, the next step up from that now would be the Matrice 600. Uh-huh. And this is, again, this is all talking DJI brand, but yes. you know, there are other ones out there. Yeah. You can build your own ones, but um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Matrice 600 has six motors. So again, that helps lifting heavier weight. Yeah, the bigger drones, there's just more payload. That's that's basic. Yeah. yeah, and your license, you need different licenses for yeah, yeah for for the heavier for yeah. for the. So so speaking about the payload and and the and the example that you gave of of unpause, So is the sector of drone actually carrying stuff, kind of developing right now? Because to that point, we said like, okay, there's a drone, and all the drone is carries is the camera, so you can take a photos and so on, right? Yeah. And some people were trying to 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 you know hook a fish and whatever. <laughs> but is that like a genuinely segment of the industry of the drones that are carrying stuff? And and are we talking about the drones with wings in that segment, or how how does that work? Uh, definitely, I'd say def- yeah, yeah, definitely in years to come, that's that's how a lot of yeah. that has been delivered locally. Mm-hmm. I won't say over long distances, but mm-hmm. definitely locally. Um, like there's drones out there that are VTOL, so they vertical take off and landing. Yeah. So they take off like a normal Phantom mm-hmm. up into the air. And once they get up there, they fly like a plane. So yeah. they're a lot more energy efficient. Really? So unless things move down the road like that, um, that's the only way really you can transport over long distances. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. Um, but definitely over short distances, they will be used uh, big time mm-hmm. yeah. down the road. And up until recently, if you wanted to drop something from a drone, yeah. Um, which again, in the regulations, you need to have permission to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to drop something, you need to have rig up mechanism yourself. But mm-hmm. uh, these days now, you can actually buy, you know, for DJI or for certain oh, brands, okay. you can buy a mechanism or a device that you attach, and that can give you okay. that ability. Okay. That reminds me of the of the video again. The video I saw it was called Killer Drone, where where the guys they're they're mount like a chainsaw. To the, to the drone. Yes, you, I've you, seen you, that one, yeah. yeah. That yeah. One. They, they were using to, to kind of uh, cut the icicles or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the trees, but, yeah. But they also kind of put like a, like a snowman, snowman with, with, yeah. with a big, uh, I, I think, uh, pumpkin or something. It's yeah. Head and you get, they flew, flew this drone yeah. with a chainsaw straight <laughs> into it. It's like, oh. <laughs> so speaking about that, do you guys think that, uh, that the drones are really for... Uh, flying it for 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 aircrafts and airspace industry what autonomous cars might be for for car industry in other words for application like a cargo uh planes that are flying cargo or the whole host of military uh use that over time they really going to replace the piloted aircraft yes well i think that they already have in some places like i mean uh, years ago if uh, you know, the ESP needed to inspect these high power uh, voltage lines. They needed to send up a helicopter mm-hmm. with a pilot and another person hanging out the door or with a pair yeah. of binoculars looking at it. <laughs> now they can just use a drone and like that's one or two people. It's way safer. It's way cheaper. Yeah. So that's, you know. And you're not replacing jobs either. Like you still have, you still yeah. have two people doing the job. Mm-hmm. And they can get much more done as well. Yeah, same a lot quicker. Yeah. Well, yeah, but obviously that's that's uh, that's that's up for discussion. So, so again, the safety element, right? To what to what you mentioned, like even even the those drones with the military, 
uh, application, you're you're sending a, a effectively machine to the enemy territory, so you're not risking life of pilots mm. and so on and so on. Um, but do, do you do you think that there's gonna be some sort of a some sort of a pushback because of a of a actually loss of jobs? And I know that just said that it's gonna be no loss of a jobs, but you know if you if you think about it, the cargo plane. Uh, well, like it, this, it's like a six crew members, right? With well, a, like they they they'll still have to have people to run these drones. Mm-hmm. They're not going to just fly autonomously. Yeah, they still have to have people to actually manage. The them. Jobs will be there, just in different places. Yeah, yeah. You know, like on post now with their delivery yeah. drone. Yeah, you know that if in the future, if that replaces every, all the postmen out there, yeah, there's still going to have to be you know people to maintain the drones and people yeah. to physically load the cargo into the drone because yeah. that's not going to be. Yeah. Automated. Like. A robot's good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It just <laughs> makes life it makes life a bit easier. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. I still feel that the everywhere the life is makes easier. There, there's going to be some cuts in the in the, in, the, in the jobs. But it's, that's interesting. You know what's interesting is that that conversation actually took us like from drones right into like you actually can automate an aircraft and you know fly autonomously and if you think about you know like a cargo aircraft which mm. like it just becomes a drone in fact yeah. and that we go to this definition that you mentioned like is this and that and whatever right that's that's right into that category right so you can imagine mm. that within in, in you know number of years ups or dhl they're not going to be running a fleet of their you know yeah airliners they're going to be well the, the technology is already there to Automate uh, an aircraft to automatically take off and land. Absolutely, but, that's, but that's actually what the, all the Airbuses know that, yeah, right? It's, like, it's, it's you, completely possible, but why yeah. isn't it like that? Because it's them to trust. You know, mm-hmm. are you going to get on a plane that there's nobody behind the controls? Yeah, you're going to trust the connection back to. That's a, that's an excellent point, and yeah. that's, that's 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 probably material for for yet another podcast because this is essentially an issue with the autonomous cars. Where yeah. we trust. we the trust we kind of yeah. get used to the fact that we have an aircraft that lands and starts on its own, but you still get a pilot, you know, effectively in a cockpit. Mm. And now with the autonomous cars, there's a kind of the same conversation. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. would yeah. you trust the car that there's no driver? It's, it's so. mainly the the development of the AI that's running the yeah. software to you know because yeah. It doesn't have the same sense as mm. a human does behind the controls. Yeah. Our, our, the reaction either wouldn't be as quick. I wouldn't think. Mm. A reaction to an incident mm-hmm. wouldn't be as quick if it was an autonomous or yeah. a human, or a human can do something about it right there and right then. But yeah. if it was true programs, it could take a bit of time to. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I think at the moment, there the AIs are kind of struggling with complicated situations. You know, they mm-hmm. can they can handle like a person coming out from one side yes. or a car crossing. But if yeah. there's a couple of things going on, yeah. they, it starts to confuse yeah. them. And, and and contrary to the many, you know, because if you if you if you dive into the AI. Uh, uh, kind of subjects, you know, not long ago, people were saying like, well, AI going to replace humans and they're going to learn stuff, you know, in 20 hours, what took 100 years for humans. Like, but right now, I, I read recently a blog called AI Winter that actually that 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 progress in the AI kind of hit the hit the hit the uh, wall a little bit. And to, to your point, like is, is like, well, certain complex uh, problems. AI is really not that good, so it can be it can it can be trained very well to you know translate from Japanese to English, 
Yeah. But then it can be like a universal, you know, translate for like in, in so, so it's like a very narrow, very it's, it's the getting them to think for themselves rather yeah. than being instructed Ex- in everything. Well like well like, well exactly. But still I get it that the in a in a drone industry the AI is a big thing for for, for providing all the aid for pilots and, and you know, like a track back and all these things when a, when a drone lost the connection and go back uh, for the path that's yeah. that's all based on the AI right not really like it's very basic software right? Right. like when you take off the drone remembers where it took off from in terms of its gps position and yeah. height okay. which it gets from barometer and once you go up and out uh, it loses connection and it just defaults back to Okay. Go back home. You know, right. it's, it's fairly simple. It I was actually holiday, surprised like. that you mentioned that there are drones who don't have that mechanism, that they just fly away. Yeah, yeah, the that's, cheaper that's, ones. That's yeah. surprise. You would yeah. imagine that this is kind of like a basic function that you have in a, in yeah. a, in a drone. All right, guys. Um, listen, it was extremely interesting. Uh, and, and that conversation took us into the various subjects that I would never, never thought is going to mm. take us. Can you guys one more time tell us everything about your company monster drone services what you do where people can find you how can people find you and and what you can do for them yeah so basically monster drones um provides drone services so everything from aerial photography to videography to promotional videos to mapping with wedding videos I presume. everything right. even everything. if you just want a picture of your house you want a nice Simple. aerial picture of your house um, and yeah. we do a construction progression report so if, if there's a site to be monitored every month, we go back to the site every month or every two weeks or whenever it's required. Wow. Um, we do a host of other stuff. Um, it's endless, really, what's, what right. drones can do, really. Yeah. Um, we provide drones, as I said, we're DJI-approved retailers. Mm-hmm. So we sell all the DJI products, um, everything. Not just drones, we sell all other DJI products like the Osmo, the mm-hmm. Wii, and any the goggles, anything like that, you know, right. any any other right. accessories. So these are these things that you put on a, on your phone and it kind of gyro stabilizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. a gym. That's the gimbal. That, uh, that's a gimbal. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's on that's on every drone. That's yeah. Um, we provide trainings. Well, as I said, we're getting going that soon. Um, mm-hmm. So um, you can find us at www.monsterdroneservices.com. Mm-hmm. You can check us out on Facebook or Twitter, Monster Drone Services. We're also on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or you can give us a call on 087-604-1469 if you have any questions or anything. Um, you can also email us at info at monsterdroneservices.com if you have any questions or any queries in relation to anything. We'd be more than happy to, to, give, to help out. Fantastic. Guys, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Emil. Thanks very much. And that concludes another episode of Tommy Seldor's podcast. Thank you for listening. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. We are available on iTunes, now known as Apple Podcasts, also on Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, and SoundCloud, and any other podcasting platform you can think of. Also, follow us on Twitter, at Outdoors Podcast, and follow us on Instagram, at Tony's Outdoors. And like us on this Facebook at Tommy Outdoors. That's it for today. Until the next time. Bye-bye. You just listened to an archived episode of the Tommy Outdoors Conservation and Science Podcast. I invite you to take a moment and listen to one of the most recent episodes. I'm sure you'll enjoy it.